Warning. Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. Thanks for joining us for another hopefully fun-filled episode of Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews. I'm Brandon. And I'm Travis. And this week, we have the debut album by the police called Outlandos D'Amour. Excellent. Why is it French? They're not French. <laughs> well, well, whatever. This is an OG pressing, and it was uh, released in November 2nd, 1978. So, I know he's going to be super fucking jazzed on this one, <laughs> folks. Um, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite records. Well, we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, well, do you want to get in the fine cooler of hard-to-find swag? Yeah, let's see what we got. Um, it's getting real hard-to-find swag beer, folks. Um I don't know what we're going to do. The, the beer segment <laughs> may change because, oh. Hey, Keith Stone. <laughs> Here, hold my stones. What's the dealio, little lady? My Kiki, she's stuck in the tree. Hold my stones. Hey, little Kiki. Easy, easy, easy. Atta girl. She'll be fine. She's just a little shaken. Thank you, young man. What's your name? My name? Yeah. It's Keith Stone. Keith Stone? You're so smooth. Always. Smooth brewed Keystone Light is always smooth, like Keith Stone. Yes. This week, we have, good Lord, 24 ounces. <laughs> Grab a stone. Got some Keystone Lights. Wow. I'm I, telling I, you. I don't know if I've ever had Keystone Light. I've never had light. I've tried the original ones back when they used to uh, advertise the specially lined can. Right. But uh, I figured if it's good enough for Keith Stone, <laughs> it's good enough for us to try. You know, they really do advertise that it's by Coors now. It used to like kind of be its own thing. Right? Yeah, it used to be its own thing, I thought, which I knew Coors did it. Yeah. Um, but I will say... The Keith Stone commercials were always fucking classic. I know, they were. They were pretty fantastic. But, All right. Keith Stone, you ready to try this out? Oh, I hope I hope we don't steer us wrong. Oh, Cheers. Well, let's see. We'll try it. That's not horrible. It's better than those fucking ice beers <laughs> we've been trying. Um I wouldn't buy it, but it's it's drinkable. Yeah, it's drinkable, but honestly, it just... This is what you buy when you go to a game and beers are like 14 bucks, and you're like, do you have anything a little bit less? Yeah. <laughs> Give me $12 beers? Yeah, these are probably in the $12 range at a concert. I mean, um, it's not hateful. No, it's all right. I mean, but honestly, if I was going to drink this, I would just buy Coors Light, right? You know? I think it's got a little more zip to it than a Coors Light. They should put Keith Stone on the can, though. They need to bring him back. I mean, you know... I it, like I said, it, it it is definitely drinkable. It is actually, it gets better after a couple drinks. Yeah, well, I don't know. So far, this is the only big boy that we haven't like instantly put down. True. This so, is the best one since Hams. 
Yeah, I did like the hams and the Mickey's. Yeah, I love the Mickey's, but yeah, give old Keith Stone, give him some uh, love, folks. Go pick you up one. Grab, yeah. grab a stone. All right, you set the bar pretty high. I'm gonna see what I can find next week. I'm gonna it's some, rough. do some. It's homework. rough. I'm gonna do some research. It was <laughs> research. We don't ever do research, but hey, it was either some Keith Stone or it was. Uh, going to be the king cobra and i didn't want to do the king cobra yeah that's gonna happen though <sighs> right i it got to because we can't find no swag but hey we do got a lead we may have to make a 90 mile round trip <laughs> just to go pick something up to bring it to you for the show and oh my god if we drive like that it better be some banging ass shit yeah too bad there's not a galloping goose close we could just drive through and get oh, some, the goose get some cool colt brings back some <laughs> memories used to Buy quite a bit of the old goose. Mm-hmm. And then if they wouldn't sell it to you at the goose, you went right next door to Babcock's. <laughs> I mean, hey. That was fantastic. That was Mansfield, Ohio at its finest back in the day. That was. I remember driving through there in my moped with a helmet on buying smokes. <laughs> 14. Hey, I remember we used to buy, honestly, the Keystone's not hateful. I'll it's drink it. Yeah, I'm going to drink it. But uh, we'd go up to Swifties. Up on 42, and goddamn, if you owned a tricycle and had money, that (laughs) motherfucker would sell you any cigarettes you wanted. I miss miss the old days. Those are the old days. All right, well, okay, folks, we'll we'll give the Keystone, I'm not going to give it a thumbs up, I'll give it a medium. (laughs) Can we go medium? We can go medium. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not hateful. I I mean, mean, if you was at a party, I mean, honestly, I think it's better than Bud Light. I do too. It's got more Bud Light's horrible. Um, it's got more flavor. If if you're at a party and they're like, "Well, we got Bush Ice, Natural Ice, and Key- <laughs> Keystone Light," I'm gonna say, "Throw me a stone." <laughs> All right. Well, we got the beer out of the way. That was like five minutes we just killed for the beer, folks. Do they make giant koozies for these big cans? Um, I believe the distributors. I think usually have hand those out. We need to yeah, we, research that too. Hey, somebody send us some uh, Tall Boy uh, can koozies. Because these yeah. swag beers, that's about all you can find them in is these... Uh, well, it's not like you go through these fast, right? So by the time you get to the bottom of these big cans, it's warm. Yeah, like I said, it, it's not hateful. Yeah, I'll give it a thumbs up, just yeah. for Keith Stone's sake. Yeah. Oh, all right, well, let's get back to the police. You ready for this? And I said the police. <laughs> you know, we are drinking the stones, folks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, um... Album cover and artwork. You want me to go first? I do. I want to see what you got. Okay. Well, I actually gave it a three. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I like the blonde contrast, you know, how they really made that like highlight stick out on it. Yeah, like they turned up the hue or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It I don't know the proper photography. It's it's like it's overexposed. Yeah, to it's a like point. the contrast is, is yeah. turned up. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. You know, basic black background yep. w- with that makes it pop. And then the red police logo really brings it out. It does. Like you and I were talking before this, um, we both like the original cover better than what they did with the reissue with the, the blue font and how they sort of had like the subway type lights or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was just kind of super cheesy. Yeah. The uh, one on the remasters. When they do that, was that 03? Yeah, it was a while back. When they um, remastered it. I don't know, but... But yeah. the the other thing I like about this cover, because, you know, this is like when they're transitioned from a punk band into becoming what they ultimately became. And you can hear the sound, which we'll get to that. But also this cover, I feel like still has one foot like in punk, right? 
Yeah. And and then I think the inner sleeve the inner sleeve totally does. Yeah, is what what brings that out of it. Yeah, with like the cut and paste type of God damn, was Andre the giant up in this motherfucking <laughs> mic? My mic's all fucked up and shit. My chair's all fucked up. It's Keith Stone over there? It must be them stones. <laughs> Not the rolling. The Keith. But uh all right, so I or wait, it could be Keith. It, it could be, be Keith. That's right. I gave it a four out of five. I knew you'd do that. I honestly had you pegged for a five, but you know, I didn't. I didn't want to come out of the gate with all fives. I thought I'd, I thought I'd be a little bit conservative. Uh, you could have. I I did that on last week's episode, but hey. True. Um, <sighs> all right, I'll start with with strong tracks. Yeah, go ahead, because right. I got a feeling yours are going to be stronger than mine. Five out of five. Oh, it's my favorite police record. Which Shocker. I mean. Police are one of my favorite bands, but this is my favorite record. I do like how there's that little bit of a punk feel. Like, all the way through the police, you know, you get the jazz, you know, from uh, Andy Summers and reggae, you know, from Sting and Stuart Copeland that mixes together really well with, with rock. But this one has a little bit more punk, um, which I love. But, yeah. And I think all the songs are great, but the really great songs on, on this album are just fucking great. I mean, I I... I'm not trying to be a hater. I gave it a two. Yeah. And I I did think like the, the first three songs on side one, I thought they flowed good. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see, Peanuts, it's an okay song. Right. You know, um, it's, it, I liked it um, because, you know, you could tell that they were making fun of Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which I know Sting used to like really like him. Yeah. So that was, you know, just something fun about that song. And, I mean, I like a lot of the music on this album. I'm just not such a fan of all the lyrics on each song, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think the lyrics are hit or miss. Some of them are great. You know, like Next to You, the first track, side one. Yeah. Uh, great. I think So Lonely is great. Um, the lyrics, uh, Can't Stand Losing You. But then you get to stuff, and which we'll touch on this later. <laughs> Born in the fifties is just not a nah, good song. But the music for it, right? Is. But the, the lyrics in that are, are yeah. pretty cheesy. And uh, but don't go too far because yeah, that one's—it's yeah. a special one on the right. back. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, I I gave it a two. Yeah. And uh, it's just—I don't know. I mean, I don't hate the album. Right. It's just I like I said I I like because I know how technical of a band they were. Yeah. You know, musically wise. Um, I like that part of it, but it's just like some of the lyrics were just like, what the hell are they doing when they wrote it? Which I'm saying they loosely because I think Sting wrote pretty much all the lyrics right. for it. But as we all know, Sting was a major douchebag and that's why they ended up breaking up. Yeah. You know, they all didn't get along. Um, I wonder why. Cause Sting got the attention. Uh, have you seen, you probably haven't, but there's a, um, police documentary on prime right now. That's based on Andy Summers' book, and so the, the um, documentary is all from Andy Summers' perspective, and it really hits on the fact that he and, and Stewart <laughs> thought he was that, that Sting was a total dick. Well, good. I might have to watch that then, because then that'd make three of us it, at least. It's good. All right. So what are we on to? Favorite track? Yep. Uh, do you want me to pull the shocker out? You go first. I actually gave my favorite track a four. Sweet. Um, I picked Next to You. That's a great song. Um, I love the fast-paced tempo of it. Yep. It's got a real nice chorus to it. It does. And then, bam, slide guitar hits mm-hmm. you. I love it. 
Plus, Andy Summers' tone on that is, is pretty cool, yeah, right? Yeah, and honestly, that was the highlight of the album for me. Yeah. Whoa, excuse me, folks. The <laughs> that, Stones is coming that's back. That's the Keystone Light right there. Um, But I don't know if you knew this. Anthrax has a version of it that is great also. I didn't know that. It's off of the uh, Taking the Music Bag EP. Oh, wow. When we get done, I'll play it for you. Yeah, I need I to hear that. I found it this morning yeah. when I was uh, setting up for the show. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to like it. Uh, yeah, I totally Which to Anthrax is one of those bands that I love their normal music, but when they do covers, it fucking floors me because it's great. I think The Offspring did that song. Oh, did they? Uh, I think it was back in 05. It was on one of their greatest hits or something. I think in the not too distant future, we may have an Anthrax record coming up on the show. Eh, possibly. I don't um, know. So for my favorite track. Hold on. You see my shirt I'm wearing uh, no, today? I, I do. I'm just throwing it out there. Um, he's wearing an Anthrax shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so believe it or not, I give my favorite track rating a five out of five. Oh, wow. Shocker. Um, I think I did Florio with the four. Yeah. I didn't expect any fours. He, he thought it was going to be another fucking two. I, even though I, it's not an album that I would go to, yeah. I still respect yeah. aspects of it. Um, so, you know, I always hit on this, like a strong side one on a record, I think is super important, right? And like you, you just touched on a minute ago, the first three songs flow really well together. Next to you, into So Lonely, into Roxanne, it's it's great, right? Sandwiched between those, I think, is the best track on the record, So Lonely. I think it's it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, the only thing I really wasn't too jazzed about about So Lonely is I, I'm not a huge fan of the reggae yeah. thing. But when it gets out of that reggae and then the actual song kicks in, yeah. I love that part of it. If they would have left that reggae out of it, I would have probably picked that. Um, well, it's there. Yeah, I mean, if you don't like the reggae stuff, a lot of the the, the police songs, you know, which have and that I in know it. even on Synchronicity, yeah. they still had that vibe going, mm-hmm. but they broke it up a little more than like on the earlier albums. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, more than a lot of bands, you really hear them progress through their records, right? So oh, yeah. from this to Synchronicity, it's it's just like night and day. But I mean, I got, I just got to throw it out there, though. Or maybe I should wait for the track to avoid. I'll wait for that because I don't know what you're going to say. And I, right. I, I know what I'm going to say. So, um, yeah, go ahead. All right. So, track to avoid. I, I said Born in the 50s. I don't like that song. Okay. So, I think I just think it's cheesy. I give it a three out of five, though. Yeah. What about you? Honestly, I didn't think that one was as bad. If, if you took the lyrics away from it and just listened to the music. Yeah. I like the music in it. My track to avoid, I gave it a one. And it's got to be whole in my life. That's not great. It, honestly, for me, if uh, can I see the back of the jacket? I'm not real familiar with all the songs on here because honestly, when I played this, I only remember hearing like maybe two songs off of it. Right. Well, three. The three know, singles. You couldn't get away from Roxanne, but uh, you know it. Yeah, whole in my life. That was it. But if you would take. Hole in my life off of side one and put can't stand losing you yeah in its place. I think you got a pretty good side one. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, that's just my opinion. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and hey, we're drinking fucking Keystone Light, <laughs> <laughs> holding my stones. Um, what do you think about the production and overall sound? Oh, you're avoiding the deep cuts. Oh, did I skip deep cuts? Yeah, you oh, did. My bad. Yeah, let's do deep cuts. That Keystone. 
Don't tell me it's right in your brain like the old uh, natty ice and the boosh. I'm only like four ounces in. I'm good. Okay. Honestly, like I said, it does get better as you drink it. It does. So Also makes you skip questions, I guess. Hey, and I'm going to throw it out there. You can get two 24-ounce cans. It was like two seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're balling on a budget, a grab some stones. Um. All right, what do you got for your deep cut? Uh, I gave it a two rating just because, you know, <laughs> and I really only liked three songs pretty much on the album. Mm-hmm. I mean, ones that I could, yeah, I like that one. Uh, Next to You, Can't Stand Losing You, and unfortunately, Roxanne. I mean, you can't get away from that song. That was their breakout hit. Yeah. You know, they yeah, pretty the much put singles them on the for map. what? So Lonely, Roxanne, and Can't Stand Losing You, right? Those are the three singles? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, So Lonely, it's okay song. and It's a fantastic song. Peanuts is okay. Well, I like So Lonely once they get out of the reggae thing. Right. And th- that's my big hang-up on this album is, um, I, I like, last night, I, I just threw it on Amazon mm-hmm. just to listen to it a little bit. And I told my wife, your sister, I said, uh, I said God damn, this thing don't know if it wants to be uh, punk, if it wants to be reggae, right. if it wants to be pop. And I said, you know, because you could tell fucking So Lonely's modeled after fucking Bob Marley. Yeah. You know, totally. which not a huge fan of him neither, folks. Uh He's yeah. got some some good songs. I don't listen to very much reggae at all. I'm, I'm not going to say that I do, but I do like. I love the Police, right? I love Rush, who has a bunch of reggae that pops in their songs from time to time. You know. Yeah, but I don't think the Rush is is when they do it. It's not as predominant as it was in this album. For, no, for I agree me. with that. It's kind of you know these early Police records. There's this weird juxtaposition when it goes from kind of punk to reggae. You know, boom. And I know like back in the day, like punk and reggae were sort of like neighbors right like yeah but i understand what you're saying i mean it is what it is yeah oh do you want to go to the production um do i get to say my deep cut oh yeah i well, guess Ke- you can't well, keith stone's got us all fucked up well keith stone's like man <laughs> this let's kind of speed this puppy along a little bit no it wasn't it really is not that bad of an album um yeah so my deep cut i gave it a four out of five is uh next to you first track on the album like yeah, I mean, it's great. I, I liked it. I mean, you could tell that was real punk. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel mean, like that, if the whole album would have flowed like that song, I, I would have liked it a lot better. Yeah, um, but yeah, I do love Andy's guitar tone in that song. I oh do. yeah, and it's always a great guitar tone. Yes, um, even their stuff on synchronicity. Yeah, I mean, all the way through. Plus, his playing like he's he's yeah he's pretty great because he was what he was a guitar teacher. Yeah, I think he did some session stuff too. Okay, before they even. Yeah, because he's a little bit older than the other guys. He's he's kind of like the Mick Mars of the group. He's a little bit older. And, you know, it is what it is. I mean, and that's the thing, because, um, you know, the drumming is great. Yeah. You know, Stuart, he was great Yep. as a drummer. I mean, what, he's probably, he's probably, I'd say, in somebody's top 20. I would think so. Of drummers. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got a good style and he's really tight, right? Yeah, and once again, we don't do much research here, folks, so <laughs> it, it's pretty loose show around these parts. Research. Yeah. 
I mean, um, you want to hop to uh, production overall sound? Yeah, we can. Oh, you want me to start it? Yeah, go ahead. I gave it a four, actually. Yeah. And I know you didn't see that coming. I did not. But I I told my wife, your sister, mm -hmm. that I was going to listen to it openly. Yeah. And I listened to it more for the production than I did the actual lyrics and, you know, all of that on it. Um, I thought the overall, it was uh, a bright, well-balanced album. And I love how the guitar and the hi-hats and, you know, pretty much all the cymbal work and they jump out at you on, on the vinyl copy. Yeah. I didn't get that same vibe when I listened to the remaster that was, you know, playing on Amazon. Um, I, yeah, I, that, I, I didn't feel that. And that's, you know, we seem to talk about that a lot each week. Um, stuff like that really jumps out when you're listening to a vinyl uh, copy yeah, of these songs. Yeah, because honestly, to me... Um, from what I listened to last night and then listened to the album today, the album just, it brightens everything. It wakes it up. It does. It sounds way more dynamic. Yeah. And um, it does have a great fucking snare tone to it, the whole it, album, too. It absolutely does. I you mean, know, actually, the thing I like the least about it is Sting's bass tone. Yeah. And honestly, I thought it kind of, to me, I was listening to it today, and you know, I, I actually had it cranked up. Um me and Bud was listening to it, mm -hmm. and uh, it was like, where's the fucking bass? He's always had that sort of flat. There you know, was one song tone. that I heard a couple of little notes come through that kind of came to the front. And I can't remember if it was on. I think it was on side two, maybe. Yeah. But it's just like non-existent. Yeah, I mean, that's always It's been... almost like it got the Metallica and Justice for All treatment. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not in a bad way. No, I mean... it's just, it's different. Like, his, he's a great bass player, but his bass tone, I thought, has always been just a little bit, that old school, like, flat tone that doesn't really pop and feel bright. Like, I gave, yeah. it, I gave it the production over a sound of four out of five, because it's a great sounding record. I love albums that are produced this way that have tons of space between. Oh, this album's you know? loaded with space. Yeah. Um, that way everything pops out. And then we, I mentioned it a few times, but I, I love Andy's guitar tone. It's fantastic. What did he play? He have a telly or? He usually played a telly and I think, I um, can't remember this time. I know he played through Fender Twins a lot, but I think he's used a bunch of different amps over the years, but he's, telly's has been, uh, his, his main go-to for guitar. Yeah. And I don't know. Back then they was probably single coils, I'd say. Yeah. I don't think he ever used stacked humbuckers. I think he just And that's what coils. I think when he actually lets a note ring out. Yeah. It stands out. Yeah. I mean, you know, and you don't always get that on um albums. I mean, he's great. Did you ever hear his record with Robert Fripp from King Crimson? No. It's, you know, because those guys are both just really technical guitar players. Um, it's a good, it's not an album like you're going to jam out to, but to nerd out on guitar playing, it's it's really cool. Well, and that's like I said, if you, honestly, man, if there was a way we could have took the album, mm -hmm. took Sting's vocals off, <laughs> and just let the music play. I'm sure I would have liked it a lot more. I mean, I do like Sting's vocals. My thing is, I just never been a huge fan of him. Even his solo work, it's like, it's just kind of blah, blah to me. Well, I definitely like the police better than his solo work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like I said, I like Andy and Stewart more than I like Sting. So, you know. I think a lot of people feel that way. You know, sorry, Sting, but you know, you took all the money and the glory, but the other guys were the glue that was holding the shit together, buddy. Um, so, uh, all right, I'm gonna start with this one. 
overall listening experience. Do you want to guess what I gave it? Probably a five. I gave it a five out of five. <laughs> and I usually re- jot down a lot of notes, you know, for each section here. I only wrote down this one thing for, for overall listening experience, the police rule. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I think me and Keystone are going to disagree a little bit. I gave it a three. Yeah, all right. I, I pegged mean, you for a two, so three. I gave it a three. Like solid. I said, I, I, I accepted the uh, the listening experience and the production more than, you know. But like I said, this was hard for me to like go on strong tracks because usually I'm the one that's pulling out, oh, this song's great, this song's great. I just couldn't do it on this one. Right. And I, I think it was just, you know, I'm just not a huge reggae pop punk kind of guy i guess um you know i i never was a huge fan sorry the keith stone's kicking in <laughs> i i never was a huge fan of sting right um i am a fan of andy summer's guitar playing and Stuart copeland's drumming you know um but i mean i just because <laughs> you know me usually i've got yeah. like shit wrote and which i do got some notes but right. i just you know, maybe it's one of those ones I need to spend more than once, you know. But like I said, I think I did pull out all the good points that I seen in it. Right. Um, it's uh, it's great. Um, one night, we won't do it for a show, but I'll bring over some other police records. And you can... That probably helped me, too, because this one, it was a little hard for me because... Honestly, I thought we were going to do synchronicity, and it's one that I've heard more I know. times I, I than pull, this. I purposely pulled a change up on you. But I'm going to tell you right fucking now. Yeah. Since this was a debut album, mm-hmm. um, you know, I got to do it. I'm pulling the executive decision this week. All right. And I'm going to present a way better debut album for the next show. Do you want to take a guess of what I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but go ahead. It's Alice in Chains facelift i have my hands on the remastered copy i broke the seal on it today but i have not played it yet i am dying to hear it uh, i think that one's just going to be a great show uh yeah i mean i imagine that show's going to be a love fest but i'm not i'm not sure i i, I gotta listen to the, the I, remaster i've never heard it on vinyl i haven't either i had it on cassette and cd uh, but i never yeah, had i had it on both of those copy. formats but i've never heard it on vinyl so this is the first time they've reissued it on vinyl right <sighs> well, I think originally it came out. I think they did do it on vinyl, but then there wasn't a, a repress after that, right? Because no, that's when people I, weren't buying vinyl. I think this is the first repress, yeah. and I mean, it just came out. Um, what the thirteenth? Yeah, last Friday. Um, yeah, because I I ordered it Saturday, so you know, I mean, from what I can tell of the cover, <laughs> it looks pretty solid. It yeah. is two disc. Yeah, so I'm excited to hear it. I am too. But I will say this about your copy of uh, this album. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty clean. It is. Um, like, you know, we talked earlier. Side 2 has a few pops and buzzes on it. But overall, like, it, it's a clean copy. But while we're talking about Side 2, mm-hmm. I just got to throw it out there. Be My Girl Sally. <laughs> <laughs> At first, when I first was listening to the song, I was like, like last night when I first listened to a little bit of it, you know, usually when I'm first taking in stuff, I'll listen to like 30 seconds to a minute of the song and then I skip mm-hmm. and just to kind of familiarize myself with everything. Yeah. And last night when I heard it, I was like, oh God, this is probably going to be my turd for the record. But then today when I had the vinyl on, I let it play mm-hmm. and 
it's it's a funny fucking song. I mean, like when they start just doing the talking part, mm-hmm. then you start getting the concept of the song. And I don't know if anyone out there in listener land knows it's a song about a fucking blow up doll. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty great. Right? That's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna say kind of funny. That's fucking funny yeah. to me. I mean, you know, we we do like dick and fart jokes <laughs> <laughs> along with along with drinking Keystone. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I I thought it was kind of humorous. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, have you ever seen him live? I'm guessing no, since you're not a huge fan. No, you know, I haven't either. Like, I wanted to go when they did their reunion tour a while back. Plus, hold on, when this album come out, let's see, I was three. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But not to throw you off track, but I'm telling you, we we are still sipping on these stones, folks. Yeah. So you might want to run out and get you one. They're uh, not bad. I mean, no. No, we're, I'm about 20 ounces in on this 24 ouncer. Um, yeah, I, I didn't go. I wish I wish that I would have. I don't know why I didn't. It's one of those things when there's a show and you end up not going, but you don't really know why. Just sat home and did nothing. Yeah. Um, He's probably broke. That's, that's definitely <laughs> possible. His tickets were expensive. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this uh, over, this album's great. You know, reggae, punk, and jazz all mixed together. The title means Outlaws of Love in French. En français. Well, wasn't it... Hold on, wasn't it Outlaws and something else kind of mixed? I think it's just Outlaws of Love. I speak a little bit of French. In oh. peu. Yeah, hold on. What else happened to you when you went to France when you was a young lad? <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get into that some other time. Oh, Okay, folks, remember, uh, you know, make sure you hit us up at Beards, Brews, Vinyl Reviews on Yahoo.com or the Facebook page. Right. And keep reminding us that there's a story brewing <laughs> with the trip to France. <laughs> Just remember that. Uh, excellent. Um, what's that over there? Is that smoking computer? Hey, buddy. How you doing, Mr. Smoking Computer? I don't know. I just saw some sparks shooting off in the corner. I thought this might, might be smoking computer. Well, I'll tell you what. He probably does need to throw off some sparks. It's a little nippy down here in the NC. It is. I mean, what was it? Last week, it was still in the 90s. And I had turned the heat on, so I know that. Yeah, we got the we heat on. We don't have to down here. And you you know when the Chance household has the heat on, it's getting <laughs> chilly out. Because I ain't going to lie, we keep this bitch up in here like an icebox year-round. <laughs> but nice. it's it's cheaper in the winter to do it than it is in the summer. That's right. It all evens out. Yeah. Um, all right, should we call it a week? Oh, we can. Um, like I said, I th- I think next week, uh, yeah, I, th- I think we do facelift. Yeah. Because I'm excited to spin it. I mean, it's on 180 gram. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Without further ado, I'm Brandon. I'm Travis. And we are Beers, Brews, Vinyl Reviews. And if you don't like the police. I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh-huh. You want me to go ahead and lead into it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so if you don't like the police, fuck, fuck you. you. And yes, I, I, I had to cave, folks. That's that's kind of our little Nietzsche uh, thing, but hey, that's all right. Hey, make sure you tell your friends about our show, you know? Check it out. And if anybody out there has got the hookup for swag beer, <laughs> send us some fucking swag beer. All right, until next time, we'll catch you all later. Later. Take care. Later.